Galatians chapter 3 from verse 1. It says, all foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? I just want you to stop there. Just hear that statement. It says, all foolish Galatians. It says, who has bewitched you? Now, my worry is if you read the Bible as a notebook or as a novel, it becomes a serious problem. The Bible says, all foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Hear me? The first thing in witchcraft, as I told you before, that happens is they make you foolish before bewitching you. Now, Paul understands that the only way people could be bewitched, it is only when they are foolish. This is why there are people, I remember a certain guy, uh, when I grew up, when I was young, there was a certain man who he used to sleep outside his house. All the times he was a drunkard, you know, and he would come in the morning very drunk every single day. So the wife went and, and did witchcraft. She took a charm and he gave this man and he became a foolish man. So he was just staying in the house. So she, she did a charm to, to make the husband not be moving out and going out. And I think she overdid it. <laughs> and, and, and the guy was just staying in the house. He wasn't even walking out. He was just living in the house. Basically, he would take a shower, go to exam. I'm not going. Just sit and just sit down like this the whole day. So the woman now had a problem. So she wanted, she wanted the man to start moving out. Now, I was a young preacher, and people were just, you know, coming to me for prayer. And she came to me. She said, uh, uh, Prophet, I want prayer. My husband is just staying in the house. I need help. You know, dangerous part of people who do magic and witchcraft, they will only tell you one side of the story. They will not tell you what happened on the other side. So, she now, she said, uh, pray, I, I want my, my husband to start going to work. And she never said the rest of the story. So I looked at the woman, and I began to pray. I said, okay. Uh, so she brought the picture of the husband. So I put my hand over the picture, and I began to pray. But as I was praying, I felt a resistance. And I stopped. Because when you feel a resistance in the spirit, there is a message. So I stopped praying. And I said, woman. Where is this man? He said, he's, he's at my house. I said, God is telling me that I must go and pray. In, in those days, God would tell me to go to people's houses and pray for the people. Nowadays, God told me to have stewards and, uh, who go to people and pray for. So I have an army now. We have a lot of people now who go and pray for you. So I, I said, let, let, let's go. So we, we actually walked to the house. And when we went there, and I began to pray for the man. As I prayed for the man, I saw there was no deliverance. So I went back home, and I slept. At night, I had a vision where I saw a lizard. Do you know a lizard? Yeah. If you know a lizard, I want to see your hand up. All right? I saw a lizard. Okay? A lizard. I saw a lizard, and the lizard had four eyes. 
looking at me through the window. And I'm dreaming, and I'm seeing a lizard looking at me through the window. The the, the lizard had four eyes. And I woke up, and I don't take dreams lightly. So I began to pray. I said, what's the meaning of this? And God spoke to me. He said, this is witchcraft. I didn't know where it was coming from and what it was. And the following day in the morning, I was praying again. And the same vision appeared. Now, this time it was not a dream. It was a vision. I saw a wizard again. And later in the day, I didn't even know what it was connected for. Later in the day, when I saw the woman, when she came again, I said she should come again the following day. When I saw the woman, I saw that vision again. And I knew something is happening. So I looked at the woman and I said, what is this wizard? I didn't know, but I just saw it and I asked that question. What is this wizard? She said, oh, you can see. <laughs> you saw a wizard? How? She said, I, I took, when I went to a witch doctor, he gave me a tail of a wizard to put in meat so that my husband must eat. And since that day, he's just home like a lizard. I said, but you came to me very spiritual. It's not all of you who come to me for prayer. You're innocent. No, I'm telling you. That's what Jesus said. It's not everybody who says, Lord, 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 shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. It's not everybody. I want you to see something here that is important. There's so much witchcraft happening and going on, and people don't even realize it. Don't even realize it. I remember delivering a family, and this family, they were loving one another like crazy. All of a sudden, they were just fighting. Just fighting. And they didn't even know why. They were just fighting. So they came to me for prayer. When I laid my hand upon uh, this family, just putting my hand upon the family like this, I sensed something. I said, no, 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 wait. I said, uh, who is this person? So they mentioned their name. I said, that's, that's, that person is a problem. The man, the man wanted the woman and went to do a charm so that the marriage must break, so that he must marry the woman. And you see, you don't even know. And, and they were friends. They were good friends. The, f- the other charm he did was for the man to die. And, and the man was in church. And this was when I visited, uh, uh, <laughs> or, you know, the other church somewhere else. And the, the, the person was actually in the committee of the church. And I said, the pastor, I said, this is, this. I said, oh, this one is my dedicated member. I said, but, I said, I said the, the, there is a need of the prophetic grace in your church. I said, pastor, let me pray for you. At least you must be seeing things. Because there are so many things going on in the world. And unfortunately, the church has not realized what is happening in the spirit realm. Now, let me give you a background a little bit. In Exodus chapter 1, okay, a little bit of uh, uh, um, a background, okay? In Exodus chapter 1, all right, the biggest reason of witchcraft, I told you that types of witchcraft, there is one which the devil himself wants to bewitch you. 
Okay? I gave you an example last week where the devil himself can afflict you. I gave example of Jesus commanding a damp spirit. And he was talking to the spirit. Because spirits are not spirits. Demons are not spirits. They are actually spiritual beings. And I don't want you to forget that. They are humans. They are spiritual beings. That's why the devil is not addressed as it. He is addressed as he. He is a spiritual being. So he can make decisions to bewitch you. He can make decisions to afflict you. He can choose to use a woman to bewitch you. Or he can actually bewitch you by himself. How he bewitched Job. There was no woman or man involved. There was no charm. He decided himself to bewitch Job with an affliction. There was a sickness on his skin, which was not biological. It was a bewitchment. And who bewitched him? Himself. He is a spirit being. So anything that is being can do, can decide, can walk, can see. So there are people who are bewitched, not by humans, but by the devil himself. That's what the Bible said. Jesus commanded the spirit. He said, you, dumb and deep spirit. I command you, get out. And the spirit, the Bible and he, the spirit left. So, 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 you have to understand this uh, principle. Now, in, in Exodus chapter 1, which is very important. Now, I'm going to show from verse 9 to 10. There was a problem. This problem was the people of Israel when they were in Egypt. Something was happening. And what is it? And he said unto his people. Now, let's start from verse 8 just for the sake of background. It says, and there was another king over Egypt which knew not Joseph. Hello? And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. So what is the problem? He said, the people of Israel, they are what? More and mightier than us. That's where envy comes. There are people out there when they're looking at you, some of you are your own family friends. Some of you, when they see you are doing certain things, they say, no, 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 no. They are doing better than us. Now, what should we do? Now, let's go on the scripture. Now, the Bible says, so, come on. Let us deal. How? Wisely. You will not notice it when witchcraft is being involved around you. It happens wisely. Wisely, not just doing it. No, you won't even notice by the time you be realizing you are broke. Trust you me. By the time you be realizing you have lost your job. By the time you be realizing you have lost everything. Why? Because witchcraft happens wisely. Now, watch there. It says, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. What is wrong with the people of Israel to multiply? What is wrong with you moving forward? Trust you me, there is somebody somewhere else who thinks if this won't happen, she will multiply. And this could be a human or could be a spirit being. It could be a human or a spirit being. A spirit being. Now watch this. 
Now the Bible says, <laughs> Lest they multiply, and it come to pass that when they falleth out in a war, they join also unto our enemies, and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. 11. Now I want you to read loud and clear. Read it. To afflict them with their burdens. And the Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters. To afflict them. To do what? To afflict them. Now, this is very important, and I want you to say something here, because I'm going to show scriptures where it didn't end just like that, it ended spiritual. Do you know there are certain taskmasters which the enemy has assigned? He can actually use your own boss. To afflict you. He can actually, the devil can set up a taskmaster. He can use your own husband to afflict you. He can use your own wife to afflict you. He can actually use a bank to afflict you. But how he does it? Wisely. The king was not involved. The affliction people were facing on the ground, they were getting them from the taskmasters. They were getting them from the employers. But they didn't know where it was coming from. It was an Egyptian system. Now, where is this teaching going? Just a minute. And I want to show you a very important thing here that it is not a coincidence. It is not a coincidence. Now, and I want to see something here. All right? Now, verse, go to verse 17. All right? Now, the Bible says, but the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the main children alive. Now, when they saw that they were trying to afflict them, but the affliction is not working, they said it must go now to children. There are so many children right now that are suffering because the devil failed to touch parents. Now, I want to show you something here that is very important. I want you to see something here, okay? And I want you to look at this very importantly because that's where we're coming from. Now, can you imagine it even went into the doctors to say make doctors, nurses, midwives, when they're delivering, to kill the children. But where is it coming from? I will show you very soon. Who was, who was influencing all this? I will show you very soon. And, and now, and now, when this was happening, it looks like it is an idea of the king. But actually, no. It was the same month when Moses is about to be born, it cannot be a coincidence. Are you following this? There was an intelligence in the witchcraft world that somebody is coming who we must deal with before he goes far. And it's so shocking how the devil has an intelligence of people. No. In Acts 19, we see the devil having an intelligence of the sons of Sceva. 
They say, we know Paul. We know Jesus. But we don't know you. <laughs> so there's an intelligence. The, actually, the enemy knows who Paul is, who Jesus is. They actually know your whole family. Are, are you following this? Yes. You need liberty. Amen. You need freedom. And whom the Son of Man says free, free speak louder. Free free whom the Son of Man says free, is free indeed. Is free indeed. Now go back to verse 12. Now, on verse 12, the Bible says, now look at this, of uh, same chapter, Exodus chapter 1. Alright? The Bible says this, but the more, but the more, they afflicted them. The more they multiplied and they grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. Now, I want you, wherever you hear about the children of Israel, the nation of Israel represents the church. And I want you to put this in your head. The nation of Israel, because we are engrafted. The, the, the nation of Israel represents the church. They are the people of God. We are the people of God. Are you understanding this? Now, can you imagine? Just, just remove, remove Israel there and put the church. That actually, the enemy now, his eyes are on the church. That if, the, if we will not do something, the church will grow and the church will multiply. These people, they are doing much better than the church. We must stop them. And that is the agenda in the dark world right now. To stop the church. And this is why people in the church now, are much of them are struggling. Because the enemy is putting up taskmasters against people in the church to afflict them. But praise be to God. It says the more they afflicted them, the more they grew. Somebody say, I connect. I connect. No, you are not saying it loud and clear. It is the more, the more they were attacked, the more they grew. Now, look at this. Now, as we read verse 17, that we find some women, okay, who says, no, we will not do what you are telling us to do. These are midwives. They say, we're not going to kill the baby boys. We'll preserve them. Are you following this? Are you following this? Are you following what I'm trying to say? God can make people in the offices who are meant to abort you, who are meant to fire you. God can reverse the decisions. He controls this. There's nothing that he can't control. Say amen. amen. <laughs> now, I want to show you a very important thing. I was wondering, why did God brought in speaking of tongues when God revealed to me what happens in the spirit. Ah. Now watch this. Watch this. I wanna, can, can, I, can I go ahead? Can I go ahead? Now, just, just have that in mind. There was an advisor behind this king to make this decision. This advisor, we found him in chapter 7. Okay? This advisor, we find him in chapter 7. 
in chapter 7 of Exodus, from verse 8 to 13, we find these advisors. Okay? Whenever, whenever Moses performs a miracle, they would perform the same miracle. Can you imagine magicians who would actually make frogs? Magicians who could take a stick and throw on the on the ground and it would become a snake. And the Bible says when the king saw this, he hardened his heart. When Moses was challenging the king, the king called these people. So who was the advisor of this king? It was these magicians. Now, so all the miracles of Moses were being challenged by the magicians. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Some of your miracles are being challenged right now. There could be some magicians elsewhere. Whenever a miracle happens, it is being challenged. Whenever something great is about to happen, it gets challenged. Not only that, we also see Daniel. Eventually, when he made a prayer, his prayer was being challenged by a spirit. I spoke to you about how they were challenging. So he takes a stick, he throws on the ground, it becomes a snake. Magicians also take their own stick, they throw on the ground, and become snake. Now, M Moses goes like this. They hit the water with Aaron. The whole water in Egypt becomes blood. They also did it. They said, ah, is this a miracle? We can also do it. Now, now, let me just read this only, okay? This scripture, Exodus chapter 8, verse 5 to 6. It says what? It says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, say unto Aaron, Stretch forth thy hand with thy rod over the streams, over the rivers, and over the ponds, and cause frogs to come up upon the land. And what happened? And Aaron, and Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, mm -hmm. and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. Mm -hmm. And the magicians did so with their enchantments, mm -hmm. and brought up frogs upon the land of Egypt. Did you hear that? And the magicians did so with their what? With their enchantments. Okay, what are enchantments? I spoke to you. Enchantments, it is when people are doing magic where they speak words. 